0: Into the corner, Leafs trying to come out in front of the net. They score! A centering pass in front of the net, and Austin Matthews has chipped it in, and the Leafs have a four to two lead.
1: Not slumping anymore. That's four in the last five up to 25 on this amazing season for Poppy. Austin Matthews and the Maple Leafs prevail 4-2 the final here in Calgary. They're 7-0-1 in the province of Alberta this season. This is Leafs Nation postgame on Sportsnet 5-9 of the fan. Nick Alberga and Gord Stelic with you at the Golden Muzzy at Gord Stelic on Twitter. Sam McKee and Danielle Furtado along for the ride as well. Chris Johnson will be by in mere moments, but the irony in this statistic really stuck out for me. Leafs backup scored have won 12 games this season,
0: the most in seven seasons. We're talking about not getting one win a couple of years ago as far as that goes. So, yeah. yeah. So, so hey, the storylines you mentioned, Austin Matthews, but the three stars are not picked by us, but you've got uh, Michael Hutchinson and Alex Galchenyuk, two of the three stars. So that is... A great storyline for the Toronto Maple Leafs tonight. Without further ado, let's bring in Chris
1: Johnson. CJ, uh, thanks so much for doing this. Uh, another impressive performance. Uh, I'm a little perturbed. Maybe that's not the right word to describe how I feel about the Calgary Flames right now. But uh, good on the Maple Leafs. Took care of business tonight. What would you make of this win?
2: Yeah, the Flames. The the patient isn't showing many vital signs, is it, <laughs> uh, since Daryl Sutter's taken over that team. Uh, you know, it was a bit of a, a weird-feeling game. Uh, you know, I, I really do think, though, in the big picture, if we look at the way the Leafs have played the last little while, that that they've they've figured something out. I think that they play very controlled within themselves, even when they don't have the, their best. They don't get trading chances. They don't panic and and try to to do too much. And you know, they, they've they've been winning games with three different goaltenders and uh, in many different ways. And and it wasn't obviously their best effort tonight, but I still think they were full value for for what they came out with.
0: And, you know, and good on Michael Hutchinson and, and everyone just saying great guy. He did it early on, had a couple of uh, wins back to back, but then became a bit of a storyline, unfortunately. So tonight solid performance by him, but again, you look at the tandem they have tonight uh, and obviously I got to think they got to do something. I, I think they have to do something depth wise. It's hit the point that there's just too many question marks of whatever the health situation is, not just for freddie anderson but also jack campbell
2: yeah i mean the, the the fact you're dealing with two injured goaltenders and not just one i mean frederick anderson's situation is obviously much worse we we really don't know his status uh hasn't been on the ice uh, in, in i think 16 days now uh which is troubling because it, it just means that that even if he were to be healthy as of you know tomorrow it's still a fairly long period before he'd be able to play games And then Jack Campbell's been lights out, but you know every day the game after the practice after he plays a game, he was not able to participate in that practice. He didn't back up tonight. I mean it's it's really quite a conundrum for for Kyle Dubas. Um, You know I I don't think this is a problem of their own making. They they came into the season with decent depth, but this has been a challenge. And, And really, what it boils down to is this: is that if the Leafs aren't trading salary out as part of any of their deadline moves they don't really have a lot of cap space. And I believe Kyle Dubas, you know, would prefer it to to put whatever little cap space they have towards, you know, improving their forward group. And so it doesn't leave a lot of money or, or ability to to add another goaltender. But I'm, I'm with you, Gord. I mean, ultimately, as, as they learn more about, you know, Anderson's status, if, you, if we go through another week here leading up to the trade deadline where he doesn't even get on the ice, you know, I, I do think that they're going to have to, at least bring in another depth option just to feel a little bit more comfortable, because you, you wouldn't want to be playing a playoff game where Hutchinson's your starter and, and Dave Alinen is, is the backup. You know, with due respect to those guys, you know, Hutchinson got the job done tonight, and, and I actually think, for the most part, this season, you know, he's certainly been much improved than what he was last year for the Leafs. But you know, you're, you're, you're not if you're in Kyle Dubas's seat, that that's not you know you don't want to see either of those goalies playing a playoff game if you can avoid it.
1: Yeah, no doubt about that. Some big decisions ahead over the last week with Chris Johnson after this uh, 4-2 win for the Maple Leafs here in Calgary. Give us some juice. We're a week away now, roughly from the deadline. What are you hearing? Uh, I think Kyle Palmieri, the first guy to be subject to asset management, uh, hashtag that. Uh, but what are you hearing on the Maple Leafs front?
2: Well, I, I think the Palmieri thing significant. One, because you know, I do believe the Leafs have some interest in him. Uh, but but two, it's it's a sign that things are starting to move. I mean, last week was very quiet around the league. You know, obviously, there's there's lots of talking. I think you know a lot of teams have sort of ideas of things they might do, but but there was no real sense towards action. And you know, by having the Devils take Palmieri out of the game today, you know that they made one last ditch at signing him this weekend. You know, that's a player that that you know I think it's an indication they're they're not waiting till you know, Monday the 12th to move them. I mean, they'd probably like to move them Monday the 5th if they could tomorrow. Uh, so, you know, I think watch Palmieri and the Leafs. Uh, that there's been some indication he may not uh, want to necessarily come to Canada, and he does have a limited no-trade clause, although now that the, the quarantine's been reduced to seven days, you know, you might see an Eric Stahl situation because he, he didn't want to come here either when it was a 14-day quarantine, but ended up waving to go to Montreal also. I think that that's something to watch you know i, I really do believe this team's going to have at least one new forward uh for sure as of tuesday the 13th if not two uh, and then we look for a goaltender it doesn't seem at this point uh barring some kind of injury or another situation cropping up that they're all that interested in the d and and i think that they'd like to get a forward that has a bit of a, an ability to play playoff hockey uh you know a bit more rugged maybe than than just a skilled player. So, I think Paul Mary fits the bill. I think Nick Foligno fits the bill if, if Columbus decides to move him. And then if it isn't one of those two guys, then they're going to have to, to maybe re- recalibrate their expectations.
0: Uh, yeah, in a big picture as well, the Leafs have four games left against the Vancouver Canucks. And just when a couple weeks ago thinking the Scotia North Canadian di- division had dodged a bullet and not have any COVID protocol issues, it's just been a, an avalanche out in Vancouver. And we said, first of all, thoughts are with everybody out there because there are people really sick with it as far as inside the organization or relatives like wow this one's gonna be um, this one's gonna be a tough one
2: it is and and it's it's probably too soon really to say what's going to happen I mean the league intends to have them come back in some form and play their games and and finish out the season but I mean look at the, the names on the list there, there's 16 names officially on the protocol uh, there's a couple guys in the taxi squad that aren't part of that that are on there the coaching staff you know I'm certainly not a medical expert but but based on what I've read about the the variant of concern there you know it's it tends to be one that that strikes younger people a little bit more than than you know the original coronavirus Um, you know it's it's just an awful situation frankly you know it's there's the short-term issue for these guys there's the potential long-term ramifications and it's just hard to imagine with so little time in the season left how this is going to work but you know what what they've done is they had a couple players on loan to AHL teams in Canada. Those guys have already been recalled to Vancouver and, and flown there. Uh, they, they've got players in Utica that that I think they're going to bring up on mass. And and look, this is a very fluid situation, so I don't want to be making too bold of predictions. But I do think it's possible we see them play a game with a mostly AHL team and and you know whatever few NHL players uh, are healthy or maybe escape uh, you know contracting the virus. Uh, in this outbreak, you know, in the next week or two, um, you know, not this week coming up, but maybe the week beyond that, they, they try to get back and you know, it's in uh, an exceptional circumstances. It's a difficult time. And I guess it remains to be seen if those games will be played. But, you know, if, if they are, you know, the Leafs might be playing a team that doesn't look very much like the Vancouver Canucks.
1: And as we've all said here, hockey is secondary. I wanted to wrap up with one more question on the trade deadline. Of course, we're hoping for a busy day on April 12th. Uh, What's your sense of things you're hearing, you know, not just uh, Toronto specific, but do you expect maybe some trades that are creative and ones that sort of come out of nowhere?
2: There's going to be at least one of those. I mean, I think that there's probably three or four teams that we can forecast might, might do something a little bit bigger. You know, I look at Florida you know right now at the top of their division and, and certainly having a year most of us didn't expect i think the islanders are one uh you know with with the extra cap room they have with anders lee being out and and you know them coming off the recent conference final appearance i think carolina's kind of low-key lurking in the weeds looking to, to make a strike and so you know someone is going to do something that, that isn't rumored but i mean the, the truth is we can't escape the facts here there's so few teams that have a chance to win the stanley cup that have any money to spend to speak of, you know, most of those teams will add something in in, in terms of depth and and in the sort of trades we normally see for rental players at the deadline. But you know, I do think that there's a possibility for for a surprise or two. And and you know, I I think that it's it's going to pick up. I, I'm not I'm not as worried as most of my colleagues seem to be. At least judging by their public comments, that that nothing's going to happen. I actually think it's some in some ways it works in our favor. There's been so few trades in the last couple of weeks leading up to this, because let's face it, human nature is going to kick in. Yeah, These guys, you know, the GMs are competitive, and this is the last chance to, to really make your team better. So this is a big week, and I, and I think it's going to be a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, it takes that one trade normally to get the ball rolling, and we'll see what happens over the next couple of days leading closer to the uh, deadline next Monday. CJ, always appreciative of your time. Thanks so much for this.
2: No problem. Just a couple of East games left. Dubis has got to do something for us here.
1: Yes, he does. <laughs> Take care. Thank you. All right, see you guys. See you, Chris. You it. Uh, Chris Johnson, a 4-2 win here for the Maple Leafs against the Calgary Flames, and uh, that raised my luscious eyebrows hearing the name Kyle Palmieri, who again uh, sat today this afternoon for the New Jersey Devils. How would, how would you feel about
0: acquiring Palmieri, Gord? I'm just looking at your eyebrows being They're luscious. I never thick. thought about them being They're luscious. Thick. You don't have the unibrow. It's good. You got good eyebrows. I gotta say, I yes. never really thought about Thank that. I've too. known for my eyebrows, but uh, that's it. Kyle, yeah, Kyle Palmer. I'm, I'm excited about Chris Johnston. Feeling that there's going to be <laughs> a lot of things going yeah. on. He went out there, and just said, "Yeah, it's." I know some of some of our his colleagues, our colleagues, uh, don't feel that way. We mentioned some coaches have offered that opinion. So good. That'll be fun, and we'll of course be on from noon till two p.m. That way. And uh, maybe Kyle maybe Kyle Palmieri gets dealt tomorrow, the day after, and it sort of breaks that log jam and onwards and upwards.
1: And that's a thing, too, even with Eric Stahl, the one-week quarantine is over before you know it. <laughs> well, it's like seven days. But he'll make his debut tomorrow, by the way. Wanted to bring up as well a nice little, great little story. Alex Gacchenyuk gets his first as a Maple Leaf in this game. I thought in the second half of this game, that line again with Tavares and Nylander really, really started to excel. I, I thought, you know, they were impressive in that second half, at least
0: having trouble doing this show, staring at your eyebrows. So anyway, I'll just carry on. Yes, I will carry on an eyebrow model. (laughs) That, uh, trade deadline, a number of different things. Uh, The best thing is to get back an injured player. If you've had a prominent player out with injury, they come back. That's like getting a trade deadline acquisition. I know the Leafs want to go better than Alex Galchenyuk and they've got fans excited or thinking that there'll be kind of a big six forward coming their way if they are to do something. But it's kind of a nice story, and, and he's uh, he's played well. He's given a good effort from the word go, and uh, and he's added some jam to that line. And uh, as I mentioned, three stars picked on the TV side, Michael Hutchinson, first star, and then Alex Galchenyuk, the well-deserved second star for the Toronto Maple Leafs.
1: Meantime, uh, Gord, if there were one player on this Leafs roster outside of maybe Galchenyuk who who needed that goal, and the game-winner at that was Johnny Toronto, uh, you got to feel a bit for, for Noah Hannifin. but the way Tavares has been going, the bad luck, uh, the struggles, uh, it's great to see the
0: captain score a goal, the game-winning goal, his 11th of the season. Yeah, and I don't know if it came down to Mitch Marner or Noah Hannafin when they were picking fourth overall or not, but certainly he was in the mix that, and he coughed up the puck Hannafin did for the first goal of the game, Morgan Riley scoring in the first minute, and this one was really a hard luck play for Hannafin. But to your point, when you want to get going or get a break, it seems like you need a non-traditional goal. And uh, let's see if John Tavares can get on a bit of a tear that way. Jim Ralph was quoting the statistics saying basically he's on like a 22 goal pace. If it were an 82 game regular season, and that would be his, his worst offensive output since he, he broke in the NHL, I think maybe his first year or so. So yeah, it's just, it's, he does all the things you need. He works hard, uh, he goes to the greasy areas. He does whatever, but uh, for whatever reason is, uh, the firepower just hasn't been there like it was. What forty six goals two years ago? That 47 him, yeah. hit 47. him and Mitch Marner were on fire that year. It was. And speaking of on fire, Gord, nice little segue.
1: Okay. Mike Hutchinson, four two and one, two point four three and a nine twenty save percentage and. I know I'm I'm being mildly sarcastic, but I will give Hutch credit. I, I thought he 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 hung in there, especially the way this game started. Two goals in the first period. I thought he made a big time stop in Elias Lindholm in the second period and made the saves they needed. Thirty two stops for Hutch in this game.
0: Yeah, and and uh, like like we've mentioned, he did he did turn the corner from just not being able to play well, not getting the bounces, not having any luck last year. And and good on him. Our our point goes back to. He is the number three goaltender. He's the AHL goaltender. He's to get some spot games in. So if you're gonna if you're going to go in the playoffs, we're goaltending, and it's not Hutchinson was not one of those goaltenders in the playoffs. We're talking Freddie basically, has got out goaltended every single playoff, just like the teams got out played. That that's a concern. But as far as coming out tonight and with a, a backup goaltender who wasn't named Jack Campbell, you know, yeah. so you're 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 kind of saying you better take and run with it and not get injured, not have an indifferent game. So good on him. And I guess he'll get some more starts uh, as we go along, but and we'll see what Kyle Dubas, as uh, as Chris Johnson called it, it's it, it's a conundrum for Kyle Dubas and Freddie Anderson when you've been off the ice that long. It's 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 a long time to get going, and it's a shorter season this year.
1: Breaking down a, a 4-2 win here for the Maple Leafs, suddenly a seven-game point streak. They're 6-0-1 in that stretch, improving to 5-2-0 against the Calgary Flames with two games remaining in this nine-game season series. Alex Galchenyuk is first as a Maple Leaf, number 25 for Austin Matthews. But we have to talk about the power play gourd. Oh, for the last 27 one for the last 32. Where do you go? Maybe that tweet I got the other night about Pierre Engvall wasn't far off, was it?
0: <laughs> yeah, they just, uh, again, power play wasn't a factor. tonight. There weren't a ton of penalties called. But uh, as we said, it doesn't matter what they do. What they keep the power line on for almost the full two minutes, mix things up. It just, uh, it just is not happening. And the great part is they've uh, put this winning streak together despite having a putrid power play right now.
1: Very well said. So the Maple Leafs uh, victors once again four to the final. I really feel like they can bury the Calgary Flames tomorrow night, where we expect it's Jacob Markstrom against. Uh, to be continued. I don't know. Uh,
0: Jack well, Campbell. At we this think point. It, we, if it's not Jack Campbell, that's going to make it even yeah. more uh, unfortunately intriguing. But yeah, Cal- Calgary, Vancouver's predicament right now, in Ottawa, who keeps battling and scratching, gets on the rebuild. Or you know, are, are we going to get to by the trade deadline really? the uh, haves and the have nots that the divide line after four teams in the Canadian division is done. And we know it's Calgary, Vancouver and Ottawa out. I'm not, I'm not racing there to get there, but it does seem to be trending in that direction. That is Gord Stelic.
1: I'm Nick Albergo. We'll hit the break. Some sound coming your way. We'll hear from Sheldon Keefe later on. The Maple Leafs win it once again, a seven game point streak four to the final here against the Calgary flames. And again, we'll have tomorrow night's game as well, starting with Leafs nation pregame at eight 30 for that one. And again, it's the Maple Leafs and the Calgary Flames from Calgary. This is Leafs Nation Postgame on Sportsnet 590
0: The Fan. Time for a little hockey talkie. This is Leafs Nation Postgame on Sportsnet 590 The Fan and the Leafs Radio Network. In the knee glowing, in a goal! Oh, he looked for the five hole, and a score! Following up on the play, Tavares after a huge save made there by goaltender Riddick. It's Johnny Toronto who jams at home for a leaf lead. I think this goes off Noah Hannafin.
1: You are correct Jim Ralph the prophet. And the last time I checked Noah Hannafin does not play for the Toronto Maple Leafs uh, tough to see that the opposition but a big time goal there for John Tavares the game winner a 4-2 win here for the Maple Leafs now suddenly a seven game point streak. 6-0-1. They're 7-0-1 in the province of Alberta. It's Least Nation postgame. Nick Alberga and Gord Stelic. If you were to tell me in the first eight games of this season in Alberta, they'd be 7-0-1. I'd call you uh, pretty amazing because
0: that's a really, really good stat, Gord. That's a, that's a great stat. That's a, a great stat. And, you know, some of the other... Uh, Ottawa seem to be the team they uncharacteristically has struggled about, but they, they've gone and done what they've needed to do um, throughout this season so far to be yeah. first place in the Scotia North Division. And you know what, different different players picking up the slack, different things happening along the way. And, you know, you talk about John Tavares tonight. Just looking, Austin Matthews' minutes weren't that ridiculous. He, he was 19 Good. minutes, 18 seconds. Because yep. normally, uh, and Tavares was 16-13. Normally, Matthews has just appreciably more minutes. And, uh, and Marner, 19-34, they didn't get over 20. But Tavares, the goal assist was plus one. He had three shots on net. And just has not been having puck luck or whatever offensively. So, um uh, those were kind of timely goals. Calgary had had the edge in play. They did. They were up 2-1. And then, of course, the Galchenyuk goal changed that in the second. And then the Maple Leafs just kind of took control.
1: Love to see it. Here's the captain, John Tavares. Alex Galchenyuk gets his
3: first as a Leaf tonight. What sort of potential do you see for him in terms of producing offense moving forward?
4: Well, he's certainly got all the capabilities. Um, and I think with his work ethic, um, passion for the game, and, and and obviously as he continues to... To more and more comfortable you're around the group um you know playing uh, uh playing in our systems the type of team type of players we have you're only gonna feel more comfortable you obviously didn't start the year with us so um you know just trying to really get in sync and get in rhythm and uh, obviously at this time of year too things get tighter and tighter um gets much harder to uh, uh get open ice time and space so um i think that's where his work ethic uh and determination will continue to come through so um, obviously, uh, uh, I know he expects that of himself and, and he's been put into, uh, I, I think a good position to, uh, uh, bring that to our team. Go ahead,
3: Mark, if you have a follow-up. Yeah, John, uh, well, how did you feel about the team's overall performance tonight?
4: It definitely wasn't our best. I think, uh, we looked a little sluggish at times. Um, but I, I really like the way we just kind of stuck with it and had to respond and, and find a way to. To play a harder type of game, um, to really earn more pucks, win some more races, and, and get to their nets, and um, you know we defended uh, really well. I thought uh, played a quicker game in the third, which I think allowed us to to take control. So you know there's going to be nights nice, uh, you don't got your best, but you got to you got to work and compete and and find ways uh, to get your game going. And I think we did that.
5: We'll go to Kristen Chilton, TSN. Go ahead,
6: Kristen. God, how
3: much- confidence does the team have playing in front of Michael Hutchinson, especially considering he got better tonight uh, as that game went on.
6: Yeah, I don't
4: think just tonight. I think uh, you know Hutchie deserves so much credit. I think the way he continues to to go about his business, um, you know, and and uh, his time here last year. I mean, we just didn't really play well in front of him at all. And uh, it's it, it's great to uh, to give him the support that he deserves, especially with the way he's just commits his game and, and the attitude he brings every day. and Obviously, with uh, uh, the rotation we've had going and Freddie missing time, him and Soupy have been great. So, um, you know, been backbones for us and big reasons why we've been able to have the season we're having.
5: And last one here, we'll go to Luke Fox, Sportsnet. Go ahead, Luke.
7: Hi, John. Uh, 13th win on the road. Why do you think you guys are having so much success away from home?
4: I don't think we really just put too much... On it, other than just playing our game and and continue to be consistent with the type of team that we want to be and sticking to uh, uh, what gives us success, whether it's at home on the road. Um, You know, there's obviously still some differences, but, uh, you know, there's less of it with, uh, you know, the empty buildings, maybe a little bit, but even even with that, I think uh, um, we're just trying to play our game and be consistent. I don't think the guys, you know, focus a whole lot over at home or on the road. I think we just want to continue to come out every night and and try to dictate dictate the terms of the game. We really believe in, obviously, our team, the type of type of talent and depth we have and, and how hard we want to be to play against. So just focus on those things, and, and usually uh, you do that consistently home on home in the road, you're going to get good results.
1: There you have it, the former captain of the Oshawa Generals, uh, John Tavares, the captain now of the Maple Leafs, scoring the uh, game-winning goal and much needed off the uh, skate last stick of uh, of one Noah Hannifin of the Calgary Flames.
0: Yeah, Johnny T. All business, sticking up for Michael <laughs> Hutchinson. Yeah, Noah Hannafin, minus three. The only guy a minus three, and that's just yeah, what a ugly night for a team. That's just it's 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 kind of an ugly season, and uh, you have a uh, faux pas and then some hard luck that way. Ouch!
1: I can't believe you blame this on Jeff Ward, and then you go out and do this five eight and zero in thirteen games, and Daryl Sutter. It's been the exact same team.
0: Well, we talked about Leafs Nation pregame. Yeah. Is you know I, I'm I was. I've always been impressed by Jeff Ward, of course, coached the Toronto Marlies, yeah. and, that. and so. And last year, think about the Bill Peters situation and what he inherited. I mean, that was, that was that was a disaster. That was a disaster, and he kept the team together. They they had some success in the playoffs. He got a new contract, and that just showed the pressure this year in this division in particular. This division in particular said all along, uh, the Ottawa Senators are not expected to make the playoffs. They're rebuilding. Of the other six teams, the two don't make it, people are going to be really pissed off. The, you know, the, yeah, and, right. and it's going to cost jobs and it already started costing jobs.
1: Yeah. You pay someone to go away and then it doesn't even work out. And that's what the Calgary flames are seeing right now. And I'm very, very curious to see what that team does. If anything between now and April 12th, the trade deadline for now, we're going to hear from the man who scored his 25th goal of the season leads the entire NHL tonight. Here is Austin Matthews.
6: Hey Austin. Uh, when your stick broke early, uh, in the game, the, uh, the cameras were on you in the bench, you just grabbed a new one right out of the bag and, and, uh, and taped it up and went right to it. little uh, change of luck there, or can you just uh, talk about your goal a bit?
8: Well, a lot going on there. Um, yeah, I, uh, I had two different heights, so I, I just had to get a new one because I broke both the ones that uh, I had. And then, uh, yeah, just a really nice four-check, uh, I think. And, um, you know, Jaime made a really strong play on the wall. I got it down to Mitchin. I just tried to get to the and get open for him, and he made a really nice pass.
5: Thanks. Next up, we'll go to Mark Masters, TSN. Go ahead, Mark.
3: Austin, obviously a bit of a slog at times through this game. How did you feel about the team's overall performance?
8: Um, yeah, I think at times, like I thought we started really, really well. Um, you know, first eight ten minutes, um, a lot of really good scoring chances. Uh, I mean, we scored in the first minute, and you know, we had a lot of good shots. And then uh, I think we just kind of stopped playing, and uh, they up the up the ante a bit, and we just didn't really have a have a response. And I think throughout the game, uh, especially in that third period, I think we really came to life. A couple of big goals um, you know, by Galley, by uh, by JT, um, to, to give us the lead. And uh, I think that's really when we started getting playing.
3: What sort of potential do you see for for Galchenyuk to produce offense moving forward? He gets his first tonight, getting more comfortable with this team.
8: Yeah, I feel like he's had a lot of really really good chances, and I think. Uh, you know in all the games he's played in he's, he's been one of the hardest working guys on the ice and uh, i think that's all you can really ask for and i think he's matched really well with jt and willie and all three of those guys have uh an immense amount of skill and uh can really make plays and find each other out there so i think he's uh, he's complimented them well and you know, all in all, he's just working his uh his ass off every night so that's huge
5: and the last one here we'll go to mark zelinski Toronto star go ahead mark
9: Austin, can you talk about how important it is uh, not only that Jack's been doing good work in net, but uh, Michael tonight and how your goalie depths really helped the, you know, team stay consistent.
8: Yeah, I think, you know, with, uh, you know, with Freddie out, uh, Supe's been unbelievable for us. Hutchie's been unbelievable for us. Um, they've been, uh, you know, we've got 100% confidence in, in whatever goalie's playing uh, on whichever night. And obviously tonight he made some really big saves for us uh, when we weren't uh, helping him out. Uh, he kept us in the game and, and kept it a tie game. So. Um, no matter who's been in that for us this year, we've, uh, they've stepped up for us and uh, I mean, it's a big time place.
1: All right. So there's your cliche answers, courtesy of Austin Matthews, especially when it comes to Michael Hudson, but nonetheless, plus two, one and one, twenty five 25
0: goals in the season, four in the last five for Matthews scored. He's back. We're not talking about the rest. <laughs> it's on. We've moved on. We've moved on. <laughs> and uh, I, he had some hard luck there. I, I, I think the stat was, was it three uh, three goals in, in 94 shots or something yeah. at some point? And, he he wasn't he wasn't firing like he used to but then he was and he was hitting the post and a few little things but he's got he's got that sharpness back
1: just way too talented right I, I think you look at elite goal scorers in this league austin matthews clearly at the top and these guys are just too good like you even look at alex ovechkin the start to this season to where he is now now up to 19 goals like he does this every season they're going to catch fire and it's exactly what's happening uh with austin matthews right now which is a great development for lease fans. scores his 25th of the season by the way a great pass by Mitch Marner on that one Willie Nylander two assists in this game but for now uh we're going to hear from the netminder four two and one on the season now for Michael Hutchinson
3: Michael uh, you really sh- shut the door down the stretch in this game how did you feel about your performance tonight
9: uh well, I, I felt better as the game went on it was kind of nice to get into the game uh with the first um, and make that save uh to kind of gets you right into the game uh and, you know, from there, I just uh, you know, tried to have fun tonight and enjoy the game through its entirety. And, uh, you know, as the game just went on, it just got more and more fun.
5: Next up, we'll go to Luke Fox, Sportsnet. Go ahead, Luke.
7: Hi, Michael. Uh, wondering what you've noticed about Alex Delchenyuk's game and his impact on the team since he joined.
9: Uh, he's been great. He, he works hard. He, he spends a lot of time uh, at the rink on practice days. Uh, he's always taking care of his body and, doing the things that he needs to do to, you know, perform every night. And then he's come out and he's been able to play with, you know, two really skilled guys in JT and Willie. And uh, he's been in really well. You know, as a high-skilled player. Uh, and their line's been great for us.
5: Next up, we'll go to David Alter of the Hockey News. Go ahead, Dave.
3: Hey, Michael. Sorry, this is a little bit off topic. But we noticed that this season at practice you're wearing, like, a Felix Podvan mask. I, I believe you had that made last season. Do you have any plans to wear that at all, or or is that uh, just something you got comfortable with in practice?
0: David, oh,
9: Yeah, it's just one of those things that I got, the I think the day before I got traded last year, so I wasn't able to use it uh, much then. Uh, so now I just have my practice mask. for uh, Right now I'm sure I'll probably bring it out for a game here and there. Uh, uh, but, you know, right now uh, I just got a new set of equipment that matches the mask, my white mask right now. So uh, just going to go with that for a little bit.
5: Next up, we'll go to
6: Lance Hornby, Toronto Sun. Go ahead, Lance. Michael, how pleasing pleasing is it for you to uh, get uh, a big game in uh, the last couple that have uh, have really counted? To, you know, to get the extra overtime point, and tonight uh, in a you know a game where um, you know coming off the two Winnipeg games, maybe the team will be a little flat. Uh, how big is it for you to come through in those situations?
9: Uh, it, it was a big win for our team. Uh, you know, it's always tough. Uh, you know, when you play these little mini series, you get so used to you know, the way one team plays and uh, you have to really quickly shift gears uh, to a totally different style of play and, uh, you know, different personnel on the ice for the other team. And, uh, you know, it was fun uh, to get there and uh, play night and battle with the guys and uh, it was a hard-fought two points for us.
5: And last one here, we'll go to Mark Masters, TSN. Go ahead, Mark.
3: Michael, we hear a lot about Jack Campbell's personality. What's it like working with him in a goalie tandem right now?
9: It's awesome. Jack's a great guy. Uh, even, you know, tonight, uh, I know was in Edmonton, you know, I felt I was a little bit too tense and stuff. And then watching Jack play uh, in Winnipeg, and you just see how much fun he's having on the ice. Uh, you know, my mindset for the game tonight was to just go on, uh, you know, have as much fun as possible. And, uh, you know, I'm not to the point of uh, winking at our guys on the ice yet and uh, having that much fun. Uh, but, you know, his attitude is just infectious. And, uh, you know, when you're playing and you're having fun and you see him having fun, uh, you know, it's just – it makes you lighter out there and uh, a little bit easier to react to the play and, uh, and just enjoy yourself.
1: I yearn for the day we get a scrum from Vinny Veveline in the uh, four-string netminder for the Maple Leafs scored. Maybe tomorrow. You know,
0: Maybe tomorrow. We'll, we'll hear from to... Sheldon
1: Keefe coming up on the program, but uh, they're, quote, hopeful that, that Jack Campbell is going to play tomorrow, which is concerning if you ask me.
0: Yeah, and then it's our topic du jour. Leafs nation pregame, when we found out the goaltending tandem, that's something has to be done. Chris Johnston agreed with it. Not a slight here, but you have to add a, you have to add a depth piece. You cannot have this, if you're talking about winning the Stanley Cup, um, this thin NHL experience depth in the goaltending side. So I'll put you on the
1: spot because that's what we do on these uh, airwaves. Okay. Uh, so tomorrow comes and Campbell can't play. Do you go back to Hutch or you just give Evelyn a start here? <laughs> Boy. Because the uh, analytics tell you not to go back to Hutchinson, right? I, yeah, but
0: you know what? Ride him while what he's the hot. Hell. I, I'd ride him. I'd ride him while he's hot. I, I would go back to Hutch. Fair uh, enough. The fact they've won again, they can, they can. I say experiment, but they could be more prone to try that. You know, they're they're not a team born of des- acting in, uh, as desperate right now. But uh, yeah, I, I, I mean Jack Campbell. We'll we'll hear from Sheldon Keith later. So we're just we're just garnering that because the word is out that he, he can't commit to Jack Campbell starting tomorrow night.
1: I would love some transparency. That's all I'm asking for. We're not going to get it, clearly. That's scored Stellick. I'm Nick Alberga. The Maple Leafs defeat the Calgary Flames 4-2 at the break. Uh, still to come, Sheldon Keefe and others will tee up tomorrow's game as well, where we expect Jacob Markstrom, the number one for the Flames, will get the call in that one. But the Maple Leafs on fire, a seven-game point streak, 6-0-1 after this 4-2 win against Calgary. This is Leafs Nation postgame on Sportsnet
0: 590 The Fan. Blue and white at night. We are the this is Leafs Nation postgame on Sportsnet 590 The Fan and the Leafs Radio Network.
1: All right, welcome back to Leafs Nation postgame here on Sportsnet of The fan, the Maple Leafs winning again. Now a seven-game point streak. They haven't lost in regulation in that time, 6-0-1. They're 5-2-0 against Calgary this season. 4-2 win tonight. Austin Matthews, number 25 on the season. Alex Galchenyuk, his first as a Maple Leaf. John Tavares, the game-winning goal. Great news all around. And Michael Hutchinson, 32 saves. His fourth victory of the season. Nick Alberga and Gord Stelic with you. And I
0: can't wait for tomorrow night, Gordo. I can't either. Game right here on The Fan. We have an hour uh, pregame show, so get to uh, set it all up for everybody. And uh, I love this time of year. I know it's a very different time of year because everything pushed back, but baseball just starting the Jays off to a positive start, two out of three, and the Leafs, they are cruising.
6: Let's get the latest
0: on what's happening. Here is Sheldon Keefe.
6: Hey, Sheldon. I just want to go back to something you said at the start of the year uh, where you're encountering games like this. Uh, when you said maybe you're, you know, you're not at 100, percent you're going to have to uh, grind your way through that kind of thing. Uh, you know, w- was that uh, kind of the game uh, tonight was? Uh, and obviously, playing with your second goalie, but finding a way through until uh, you guys uh, caught some fire in the third period.
7: Yeah, I, I think that's uh, pretty well, uh, Lance. I think that we obviously were not very good at all uh, through 40 minutes, but we were in a game, you know, we, we had our, uh, we gave ourselves an opportunity to uh, win a hockey game. We got a big goal there late in the second. And, uh, well, if the way that it worked out, we really needed to find a way to to get better for 20. And if we did, we liked our, our opportunity to get points here here tonight. And uh, I really liked our third.
5: We'll go to Kristen Chilton, TSN. Go ahead, Kristen.
3: Sheldon, what did uh, you think of Hutchinson's game tonight and just how um, crucial has that goaltending depth been for you to be able to rely on both him and Jack to deliver when necessary?
7: He was great tonight. You know, uh, right from first shot of the game as a breakaway, and he's solid there. Uh, and then once again, I, I've talked about it. Like You know, you, when you go in as a goaltender, of course, you don't want to give up any goals, but uh, you certainly are looking to keep it below three. I think when, when you keep it below three, our team should win. And uh, he did that job here tonight. Obviously, they get the second goal, and that's a tough goal to give up for us in that, you know, with how tough our first period was. But it's what it stays at, too, I mean, you're, you're hanging around. And that's why we, you know, we were right there in the third. And we you know, we, we, we regrouped in the third. And, uh, you know, got a win. That's on the back of solid goaltending. And, yeah, our our guys have done a really good job, uh, you know, uh, all three goalies this year have given us opportunities to win games. So it's a big part of why we are where we are.
5: Next up, we'll go to James Myrtle, the
3: Athletic. Go ahead, James. Hi, Sheldon. Why do you think this season has been so much different for Michael Hutchinson compared to the, the struggles that he had last year?
7: It's hard to say, uh, you know, I think he's obviously performed better, but I, I think we're a better team. I think that can't go. Uh, yeah, I can't. We, we can't not address that. Uh, you know, I think you know, at times when, when Hutch was struggling last season, uh, I mean, our team didn't play well in front of him. And I think there was also games when we did play well in front of him. I think of, you know, a shutout he got at home against the Islanders and. There was a period of time there, if I'm not mistaken, where we won five consecutive starts that Hutch had last season, and he played very well in front of him. Um, but when you're a goalie that's coming in and you 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 know, you're, uh, you don't play a lot, um, you, your team needs to play well in front of you. And, and tonight, I, don't, I certainly don't think we did that, but I think as you look over the course of the season, I think we've played better. It gives the goalie extra confidence. And uh, I think just coming back in a new year, you know, uh, us bringing him back in itself, I think, probably shows that we have confidence in him. Uh, you'd have to ask him, but just for me, uh, you know, I would think that his experience with Colorado and going in in the playoffs and winning playoff games, when you know, at such a high-pressure moment, I'm sure that serves a guy well with his confidence too. So lots of different things that go into it, but, uh, of course, you got to give him credit for how he's just stuck with it here.
5: And the last one we'll go to Mark Masters TSN go ahead Mark.
3: Sheldon he did dress tonight but is is Campbell on track still to start tomorrow?
7: Uh we'll we'll have to see uh, on on that um they, you know didn't feel like it made sense to have him back up here today with the the, the potential for having to go in and you know in, in cold and all that kind of stuff so um We'll see how we, he how gets through the, the morning skate tomorrow. We'll make the make the decision uh, there, but we're, we're hopeful that that's going to be the case, yes.
1: All right, slightly concerning the head coach of the Maple Leafs talking about their uh, second string. Let's not aye, forget aye, uh, aye. Freddie Anderson's out, and he can't come in cold, their uh, backup goalie.
0: Well, and, and Joe Bowen and Jim Ralph talked about that, if that's okay, the philosophy, and just saying that um, if whatever little ailment he has tomorrow, he can do the proper stretching, the proper whatever, and... Yeah feel that he's good enough to go versus tonight, that hypothetically, if he were to come in, he would be cold and would be in more peril uh, for uh, worsening whatever he has tweaked, if that is the case. And it seems to be the case.
1: Yes, and so I'll ask you this question. I think we're both in agreement. They need to pick somebody up in the next week. Uh, I don't care who it is. Uh, I think it's somebody who doesn't cost a lot of money. I know Bernier makes 3000000 bucks. million. He's been a Leaf before. Just somebody to solidify this position, Gord. Would you agree?
0: Yeah, yeah. Just a, a depth move, yeah. and, and and it would be the kind of thing if you could move some salary other way, or get them to retain some salary. And you know, when it, when you're talking Bernie, then you, you Red Wings would want a future back in that some wow. kind of some kind of draft pick that way. It wouldn't be a first round pick yeah. or second round pick. I wouldn't think. I wouldn't think it'd be a second round pick. But whatever. Just so it's not it's not like getting your number one goaltender in the future. It's not a goaltender trade like that. It's just about some more depth. And teams like the Red Wings would, would be looking to garner, to gather assets like draft picks and prospects.
1: Like even, uh, uh, you know, even an Anthony Stolars in Anaheim, I think would make sense. Like somebody of that yeah, type where sure. you can run the risk of losing them, uh, you know, if you have to put them on waivers at some point. Like honestly, thinking
0: about it, Stolars is probably the guy I'd go after right now. It's he's, good an name. Up, he's an upgrade on Hutchinson. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good name, and also, but also, just hey, are you going to start the playoffs? That these two guys theoretically are your your tandem, that yeah. which means you know both Freddie, uh, it, Freddie is hurt, and Jack Campbell's not a hundred percent healthy. You know, so yeah. so that's something you got to address.
1: And again, I'm not really good with math, which is kind of ironic because my last name is really co- close to algebra. But you know, they have to, in my opinion, know what the extent of this thing is for Anderson in the next week to maybe potentially put him on LTIR, right?
0: Yeah, and if you mix up "stelic," it spells "calculus." By the way, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got, so I gathered that. Look, at, um, I, yeah, I. They have to know. Like I know he had to see another doctor, so there has to be some indication. I always think of the Ottawa Senators waiting for Dominic Hasek's groin to heal, Boy. and and Ray Emery played really well, by the way. But I mean, Ottawa was a team that was a legitimate Stanley Cup contender at that point, and and uh, the nagging groin never never unnagged. So uh, I'm. You know, Freddie, I'm not trying to make quantum leaps that, but I don't, I don't, you got to wonder, will he be back at 100% at all this season? And that's another one,
1: too. Just thinking of Ottawa, Anton Forsberg could make sense, although they're just looking for any goalie right now. Uh, even New Jersey, like I would go sniffing Aaron Dell again, Gord. Sure. Like yeah. you, you need somebody who, who doesn't cost a lot, won't cost you a lot to acquire and, and can play in there. And that's taking nothing away from Hutchinson, but you can't have just Hutchinson there you know? Yeah. You're still going to have Hutchinson and, yeah. and,
0: and Michael Hutchinson yeah. signed a contract. Again, we keep repeating that did the Leafs a real solid because he signed for next year. So you have to have a goaltender with the kind of experience Hutchinson has that you make available in the expansion draft, who is under contract for next season. So, it's really you good know, point. so, so that, that, saves you any any conundrum that way. Adding
1: some intrigue before the deadline, of course, is the uncertainty uh, revolving and surrounding Toronto's goaltending situation right now. They're hopeful, I mean hopeful, that Jack Campbell will play tomorrow does not sound so good in in my world. Uh, That being said, we're hopeful that Alex Galchenyuk sticks on the second line. He's played pretty well as of late, scores his first as a Maple Leaf tonight.
3: Alex, your your first as a Leaf and it comes in a win. What did this one mean to you? I mean,
10: it means a lot. Uh, Definitely... Felt good at getting the first one, and uh, most importantly, got the win. You know, it wasn't our best, but we still quit it and, uh, you know, found a way to win, So, which is great. What stands out to you the most about Sheldon's system, the way he wants you guys to play? You know, fast-paced game. Um, you know, um, you know, attacking net, solid, and defensive zone, and, uh, you know, it obviously definitely works, so we got to stick to it and uh, keep getting better and better and uh, make sure we pay attention and execute
5: Next up, we'll go to Lance Horby, Toronto Sun. Go ahead, Lance.
6: Alex's goal, also a product of, uh, again, another game with you and John and uh, William getting more comfortable.
10: Yeah, uh, I felt like we will definitely worked hard the last few games and we weren't getting the bounces. So uh, it was definitely nice to, to get a few bounces as a line today and, uh, you know, stick with it and definitely have to bring it again tomorrow. Thank you. Thank you.
5: Next up, we'll go to Luke Fox, Sportsnet. Go ahead, Luke.
7: Congrats on the goal, Alex. How Thanks. would you describe, uh, how would you describe the mood around this team after wins at practices? What's, what's the vibe been like to you?
10: I mean, the vibe has been great. Um, obviously it's a confident group and, uh, you know, everybody has a lot of fun. It's a loose group. And, uh, but when it comes to game time you know, it's all business, so that's what you want. That's what you want as a, as a group and as a team. And, uh, everybody have a lot of fun, but, uh, nothing's more fun than winning and, um, you know, definitely weren't really happy with the with the way the game were going, things were going. But uh, you know, obviously finding a way to win that's uh, the mood is still great.
7: What was said uh, between periods, it seemed like that there's the momentum really shift after the second.
10: i to be honest, I can't really remember. Uh <laughs> uh, but uh no one was happy. Um we knew we had we got better and uh um definitely had to come out and uh play with more intensity, more compete level. And, uh, you know, we did that and, uh, you know, the game kind of shifted over to for our advantage towards him.
5: And last one here, we'll go back to Mark Masters. Go ahead, Mark.
3: Alex, uh, John Tavares has a reputation as, as being the ultimate professional and even killed guy. What do you appreciate and what have you learned about the way he, he approaches the
6: game?
10: I think the way you know he conducts himself and, uh, <laughs> uh, prepare, prepares so, you know for practice for the games. The way you know he carries himself as a you know great leader. He definitely, you know, he rubs on on, on guys and how focused he is and what he brings on the ice. So um, it was definitely you know nice to be playing with him.
1: Nothing like ambient sounds in uh, Zoom calls in twenty twenty one. That's right. Whoa, whoa, That's right.
10: Whoa.
1: What's going on there? Uh,
0: I assume it's from the dressing room. <laughs> Or some they some, work out after the game, I think. Yeah, yeah, no, they do. They no do. clubs to hit. We know that uh, it's uh well, it's it's a, a a different life too. There's no rush to get back to the hotel. There's nowhere they can go. They they have a a meal where they have to sit socially distanced in in uh, kind of a banquet room, and and that's about it. And we've seen them like some of those veteran guys. They hit the weights right after.
1: Yeah, what a sad life right now in 2021. But there is optimism around the corner, right? Vaccinations are coming.
0: Well. Yeah. I mean, again, the numbers being over 3000 and those kind of concerns and yep. what's going on with the Vancouver Canucks, but uh, I'm fortunate that I got vaccinated. I'm in we that love it. group and hopefully more and more. And yeah, that's, uh, I, I, I take it. And you, the Toronto Blue Jays, we've talked about it. They're going to play in front of a full house in Texas tomorrow. I mean, that's, I'm not saying they're it's doing it. They were <laughs> doing it right. We're doing it wrong. Nothing like that. It's just interesting. You just as we have another lock lockdown in our area and other areas that have treated things uh, uh, quite differently. It's just a, a, a lot It's a lot to absorb. It
1: is, and with that, we'll hit our final break of the night. Other side, we'll tee up tomorrow's game. Again, it's Calgary and Toronto. The back-to-back, the Maple Leafs on fire. That's scored Stelic. I'm Nick Alberga, a 4-2 win over the Flames. This is Leafs Nation post-game on Sportsnet 590 The Fan.
0: Breaking down, what's up? What's up? This is Leafs Nation post-game on Sportsnet 590 The Fan and the Leafs Radio Network. back
1: wrapping up another victorious leafs nation post game 4-2 the final here against the calgary flames nick alberga and gord stelick with you a seven game point streak 6-0-1 they're 7-0-1 in the season in the province of alberta they won't want to leave 5-2-0 against the flames they can make it 6-2-0 tomorrow night Gord.
0: well they'll have to come home after that but uh this is really a critical game for the calgary flames i'm interested to see their response you and i mentioned this Daryl sutter style they're playing right now is very boring hockey oh, it's 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 not it's it's tough to watch but uh, the maple leafs uh, overcame that to win and that's what they'll have to do tomorrow i uh, wonder if they might don't sit out one a veteran player or two i know they lost a lot of guys they want to play they lost a few of them on waivers yeah. the last couple of weeks but i uh, wonder if there's some little lineup tweaks that way for sheldon keith talk about that uh travis boyd what
1: a welcome to vancouver and our thoughts and prayers to everybody out in vancouver as they deal with the covid outbreak there uh, also a bit of a scare on this sunday the dallas stars losing uh one nothing to the carolina hurricanes and peter morazic's return to carolina's lineup but uh, rick bonus the head coach of the stars did not come out for the third period due to covid co- protocols
0: yeah and he has been vaccinated yeah. and uh, uh anyway hoping it's a, a a false positive which happens quite a while but they got some test results back and and uh and that's that's what happened rick bonus had to leave and hopefully that's like i said it, it it doesn't open another can of worms for another nhl team
1: and you talk about unheralded players in this league how about jacob chikrin uh out in uh, arizona the eighth defenseman in nhl history to complete a hat trick with an overtime goal tonight a 3-2 win uh for arizona a team sniffing around a playoff spot right now in ot against anaheim three two the final there The Panthers scored number one in the NHL right now, a 3-0 shutout win against Columbus. Chris Drieger gets the shutty in that game.
0: Yeah, just uh, they've done it from the word go. And Mm. it's funny, be back in the Atlantic Division next year. So the Leafs now taking on Tampa Bay, Boston, and the Florida Panthers apparently being the real deal. Good luck, uh, Buffalo. That's
1: all I can say. Washington, a 5-4 win here against the New Jersey Devils. Alex Ovechkin up to 19 goals on the season in Detroit. A rare stinker for Tampa. They've been struggling a bit as of late. A 5-1 win for the Red Wings. Some pride there for sure.
0: Well, you start your third-string goaltender in Christopher Gibson. That was a little bit of a Mm. surprise that way. But uh, we talked about It's funny, just seeing the highlights. Steven Stamkos doing a whole lot of head-shaking about Uh. that game. But uh, they didn't get a ton of shots on goal. But this this Red Wing team is doing the slow rebuild. Steve Eiserman did it with the opposing team, the Tampa Bay Lightning. And it takes a little bit of time, and he's a patient guy. And, Gord, for the second straight night, we're offering an extra 30 minutes of Leafs
1: Nation pregame starting tomorrow night at 8.30. So make sure to tune in for that to get set again. It's like uh, deja vu all over again, the Maple Leafs and the Flames from Calgary.
0: Yeah, and like we said, people wrapping up, whether celebrating Easter Passover, I hope you had a great weekend. It's uh, been a time really of reflection in so many ways. It's nice to have, I find, the diversion of professional sports. Great seeing the Jays back playing as well. And so more NHL, uh, more, I guess, baseball and NHL hockey tomorrow here on The Fan. There you have it. A 4-2 Maple Leafs victory,
1: 5-2-0 against the Calgary Flames. A seven-game point streak now, 6-0-1. For Chris Johnson, Sam McKee, Danielle Furtado, and Gord Stelic, I'm Nick Alberga. Thanks so much for listening. And again, we'll talk for Leafs Nation pregame coming up at 8.30 on Monday. Take care.